Take the guesswork out of your cannabis shopping with ECS DNA Kit by Endo Canna Health. I did this years ago and it continues to empower me to get nerdy with my cannabis choices, which you know I like. If you've watched our Cannabis Legalization News podcast, did you know that right now you can save 25% off your DNA test at endodna.com? That's E-N-D-O-D-N-A.com and use promo code POD25. That is P-O-D, the number two, the number five. Your purchase includes the EndoDNA Collection Kit. Endo Decoded Report, Personalized Cannabinoid and Terpene Suggestion, Endo Aligned Product Matching in Your State, Suggested Dosage Guidelines, and Optimum Methods of Administration. Once you know your personal ECS data, you can shop Endo supplements tailored specifically for you. And right now, Endo DNA is celebrating their new patent with a BOGO offer on their Afeca Soft Gels lineup. Since so many of you struggle with sleep, I want to highlight Afeca Unwind created to support healthy sleep cycles using a patented proprietary formula of hemp-derived CBD, terpenes, and essential oils. If sleep is eluding you, sweet dreams are made of this. So buy one, get one, my friend. You can shop online at endodna.com. And don't forget promo code POD25 at checkout to save 25% on your DNA test kit. Welcome back, everybody. We're going to be discussing uh, Vermont has become the 11th state and the second to do it legislatively. So we're going to discuss its cannabis laws on uh, what I'm calling office hours. And so this will be one of the first of many. And I'm going to try to do them every time that I can when it is. Hey, my name is Tom. I'm a cannabis lawyer with the Collateral Base, and this is my YouTube channel and other various social media channels. Uh, give us some likes and subscribes if you're into Vermont or just cannabis legalization news in general, because uh, Vermont has legalized it. And Vermont actually really has a cool website that uh, it's not necessarily Vermont's. It's Trackbill, and I'm assuming other states could sign up for it, too. Uh, it has the full text of it. So we, we took that full text and we reviewed it, and then we made this very brief slideshow. So we're going to go over Vermont's cannabis laws, and then we're going to have some office hours. Office hours are a fun time where I will talk to the audience and, uh, and then answer your questions, and I hope to be able to do this once a week. Once a week when it is. I want to sit down with uh, the people on the internet, answer a few questions. Remember, disclaimers all around, please always follow the law and comply with the laws. I cannot stress that enough. And especially terms of service. We try to comply with terms of service to the best of our abilities. And that's one of the reasons why if I just had um, uh, another show where I could answer some questions, I could say like, hey, uh, I do office hours at 20 past four somewhere uh, on Mondays or on Tuesdays. Uh, this is a Thursday. We finally got our um, channel back up and running. And then Vermont also had something. So I figured I would start uh, by going over a topic. And then after the topic is done, uh, talking to the audience. So if you have any questions that you would like answered regarding the uh, legal cannabis industry, and remember, it is legal. We are trying to change laws and we are trying to keep you compliant. And we want to bring the federal laws into alignment with the state laws. So my job is not illegal. And again, your job should also not be illegal if you are in the industry. Uh, and the industry is coming to Vermont. So again, my name is Tom. You can Google me by uh, uh, Google Canvas Lawyer. You'll find my website, canvasindustrylawyer.com. And you should go there and sign up for our newsletter because our newsletter, unlike our YouTube channel, can never be canceled. 
And so the key points we're going to cover in this one, uh, Republican governor did not veto this bill. And so this bill passed out of Vermont and then it went to the Republican governor's desk. And did he veto it? No. Did he sign it? Also no. So it just went into effect, which is a very passive aggressive way of uh, creating the law, but whatever. So uh, there was six different license types in the new Vermont cannabis law. Now, it doesn't require a Vermont residency to apply for the license type, but you get bonus points if you are a Vermont resident. It also changes the word marijuana to cannabis. This is uh, something that is kind of common. Uh, the marijuana term is uh, a pejorative. It is still a legal term of art in not only the federal law, but also in very many law uh, state laws. And uh, Illinois changed it years ago, and we've been calling it cannabis uh, for, for a, a while but uh, other states are now doing this when they legalize, they might make uh, marijuana as a term of art become cannabis. All right. And there's only five integrated licenses. More on that after we discuss home grow. Is home grow coming to Vermont? Yes, to a certain extent, home grow is coming to Vermont. Section 952 creates a registry of people that may cultivate no more than two mature plants and no more than seven immature cannabis plants. Now, this is different than uh, others where they might have a specific number. Here, they, they, they bifurcate them into mature and they define that under law. And then they also have immature. So in theory, in, in theory, you might even be able to pheno hunt a little bit before you like send a plant out in the flower. Uh, and so like you'd pop seven seeds because you're allowed to have seven immature cannabis plants. And then you would watch uh, for the, uh, the, the, the stuff that you want to see before you actually would start flowering that or turn that into a mother uh, from whatever type of cultivar you're using. And, and then you could go to flower that one, get rid of the other six uh, or, or two, you know, you could pick your, your best two phenos that you think are going to perform really well and get you the results of the medicine that you want. And, and then you would go about it. I, I don't know if the two plants is too little. Uh, you know, you can get quite a bit from two plants, but then if you're using an autoflower and you're new to growing, you really can't get too much. The autoflowers should start flowering. Uh, moving on, at least there is medicinal home grow with the new Vermont law. All right, so let's go over the license types that are in Vermont. There are actually going to be six different license types, one of which we are going to discuss. We're very excited about it. It is called the small cultivator, and that is for a thousand square feet of flowering space. They defined the canopy as the flowering space, and so that would be a thousand square foot. They're doing this instead of doing the plants uh, numbers. They did the plant numbers, though, with the, the home grow aspect. Anyway, uh, moving on, there's also an integrated license type. Now, this is actually a super license. That is a cultivator, wholesaler, product manufacturer, retailer, and a testing lab all together. So that would be your MSOs. It appears that there is a fully vertically integrated distinction after you put them all together. Uh, okay, then there's your wholesaler. That's kind of like your transporter, your distributor license. Uh, then there's your retailer, aka dispensaries. Uh, product. And of course, like in, in Michigan, they don't call them product. Uh, they don't call them dispensaries. They call them uh, pro provisioning center, I believe is what they call it in Michigan. It's uh, they don't call it dispensaries. It's kind of an interesting little ripple in the uh, uh, legal cannabis industry. Uh, and then there's your product manufacturer, which we already mentioned. Um, and that would be like your extractors. And then finally, there's your cultivator, which is not your small cultivator. So they bifurcate the types of cultivators. And, and we're going to discuss the integrated one first, and then we'll discuss the small cultivator one, which is the most exciting aspect for people because then it opens the industry up far more than if it wasn't there. 
So this one is the big boys. That's the integrated licenses. And it appears they're having some limitations on the MSOs, perhaps, because it says an integrated license is only available to an applicant and its affiliates that hold a dispensary registration on or uh, yeah, uh, April 1st of 2022. So there's going to be a licensing round here in the future before then. There shall be no more than five total integrated licenses, one for each registered dispensary. Uh, and so that, that kind of tells me that it's only going to have five uh, vertically integrated operators in Vermont. Now, uh, before you get upset that that's not enough, remember, there's only 625,000 people in Vermont, so it's probably fine. Okay, and then small cultivators. This is the plan to eradicate the, uh, the they call it the illegal cannabis market, the illicit market, the traditional market, the legacy market. And sometimes uh, we call it something else, which we try not to call it. Uh, and so uh, these small cultivators is how you really try to affect and, and change uh, the illegal market that's out there, the untaxed market. And you want to make as many people who are growing it be able to get a license to grow it so they can go and cross the line. They don't necessarily want to be illegal. But then when the uh, industry comes in and they create such high barriers to entry, uh, well, they are they are already not licensed. So at least they're operating. Uh, and, and these types of small cultivators, uh, they call them microgrower licenses in the Pennsylvania bill, SB 350. We all hope that passes. They also have, I believe this would be your class A license in Michigan, or, or and then there are small cultivation licenses in Oklahoma as well. But th that's really the key to helping uh, the illegal market disappear is to ensure that there is an entry level cultivation license. Quite important. Now, don't forget to subscribe to this, the Cannabis Legalization News. You, you might be finding us on the Facebook. You might be finding us on the YouTube. Uh, go to Cannabis Industry Lawyer. This one will be under the Vermont Cannabis Laws uh, page that we are preparing now that this is uh, this law has, be, well, this S-54 has become the law of Vermont. Uh, and subscribe, uh, sign up for our, our newsletter there because the newsletter, unlike the YouTube channel, uh, can continue. So hopefully we will see you uh, over this weekend and we will still be able to be live. Uh, on another episode of well that was the end of that chapter uh, it doesn't really seem like there is many comments again uh, people are not sure what this is yet and uh, one of the things that I would like to do is have uh, a discussion with the clients or with the, the audience that they are out there uh, about their cannabis questions more in real time, but that's one of those deals where you have to do it. Like the first time we did our podcast, nobody really watched. After doing it for like six months, people are like, oh, there's that podcast that I like. Uh, and, and so if you have any questions, I can, I can continue to use the uh, comments that are in this post uh, to answer them. Hopefully everybody's doing really well out there. Uh, Somebody is asking, what's up, man? That is, that's fine. Uh, I'm good. Hopefully you're good too. It's a beautiful day. Uh, so I was just going to answer some questions from people that might have something that they're wondering about with the legal cannabis industry. And then I will do uh, more of a, an announcement about like, hey, if you want to ask your questions uh, about the cannabis industry to me, go to this place at this time and ask them. That would be now. But you didn't know that. So anyway, I'm going to wrap this one up. Nobody else is asking questions. Not that many people are watching par for the course. Hopefully everybody's doing well and I will see you more on Cannabis Legalization News.